and welcome to Man's Not What, Season 1, Episode 27. My name's Holly and I live in a pop culture black hole. But luckily for me, I've got a really nice friend. His name is John Bass. Say hi, John. I'm really hot, Holly. Really and hot. Every week he educates me on the latest references from Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, your grand's collect collect section. <laughs> I've definitely melted. You have melted. Um, I was trying to say yeah, your grand's cassette collection Collection. and it came out as a big hot mess it is a big hot mess and that is also a good way to describe me and me me and John are sitting around a table dripping with sweat drinking iced coffee yeah we normally um, record this on a Sunday night but Holly is away this weekend so we're recording it on the hottest day of the year hottest on record 38 degrees it's going to be today and we are sipping on on Leighton Stone's finest iced coffee sadly not gin and juice but not gin and juice listen to that that ice rattle my ice is melted because my hands are so hot (laughs) Um, and I'm still moving it near to the mic which makes no (laughs) sense Um, but yeah we've had it from Grey's Grey and Daughter and Leighton Stone they make Delicious coffee. If you live in London, pop down to Leighton Stone because it's a bit of a trek. If you live West London, <laughs> get on the Central Line. Uh, in Kensington, that's the place in Leighton Stone. <laughs> Honestly, though, this iced coffee is probably the best one I've ever had. Mm. It's so. I've got an oat milk, right, right, with sugar, yeah, and it's so creamy and delicious that it's almost like cow's milk, mm, which is good. So, so if you're into like like veganism or just don't like normal cow's milk, but you Want the taste? Get involved. Yeah. Get involved. Um, how are you there, mate? Because we, we missed you last uh, week. I missed the pod. Yeah. I mean, I was on holiday, so I didn't miss it that much. Yeah. I wouldn't have flew home to do the Specifically pod. to do it. Yeah. No. That would have been mental. Yeah. Um, but I did like a fake tweet of what we would have covered. Yeah. Um, it's a shame because it was some good stories, like the old face app. Did you do it? I mean, I read I read your tweet yeah. about what we would have covered. Didn't understand any of it. Yeah. So again, that cements exactly why we do this pod. Yeah. Because um, you are clueless. Absolutely um, clueless. Um, got some housekeeping for you. Yeah. You know, we like to follow up on old stories. Um, and do you remember... Uh, not long ago that we actually did um, a really interesting story on uh, Area 51 and what people thought about it. Yeah, they don't, no one knows what's down there. No one knows what's down there indeed. Well now, um, there's been a new like uh, Twitter thread going on, which is basically people um, talking about uh, what they actually think inside Area 51. Now when we spoke about it, we spoke about what we thought was in there and you thought that it was And I like, thought it was old rock legends yeah down in this basement almost like a kind of luxury resort for for legends kind yeah of. um well this this thread has been called hashtag founder area 51 these are other people's kind of their theories on what might be in there have we posted we haven't but i think we should probably get involved with our yeah few. um so i'll read you some of the, the better ones um someone's put uh hashtag founder area 51 all the missing single socks oh yes it's a good shout yeah that is weird isn't it how there's always like you get a particular pair yeah. and just one fucking sock is missing it's and so also annoying. you probably don't have this problem but you know like the hairpins like the bobby pin hair slides Honestly, I don't know where they go. And bobbles for your hair, yeah. I don't know where they go. I've got one... I own one bobble, John. Right. Do you know how many bobbles I've bought in my life? Thousands. Thousands. <laughs> I own one. Right. We have the same problem in this house with um, iPhone cables. Ah. Right? Now, I'm very much... A, I have an iPhone cable. I have it next to my bed. Yeah. 
and I have a second one that I use like for assorted things. So if I'm like in the lounge, if I'm in the lounge, I plug it into the lounge. If I want it in the PlayStation, I plug it into PlayStation. If I'm going somewhere, I put it in my bag. That's the kind of mobile one. The other one is glued to next to my bed so I can charge it every night, right? Okay. My fiance, on the other hand, is a fucking psychopath with them. She'll just pick up anyone, take them out. We must have had in this house, genuinely, since the start of the year, I would say maybe seven or eight cables. We're down to one, which is the one I keep next to my bed. Where is she putting them? No idea. She goes, I'll take them to work. And I went, right, so you've lost them. Well, no, I haven't lost them. I'm like, well, they're not, are they at work? Well, I haven't got them at work. <laughs> so where, where are the they? Where the fuck are they then? Area 51, apparently. Maybe she's using them to tie her hair back. Oh my god! Because she's lost all the bobbles. She's lost her bobbles, or using the socks, <laughs> like, weaving them into some sort yeah, of sock. Yeah, she is. That's what she's Crocheting doing. Crocheting them. That's what she's doing. Um, oh other good answers include Tom from MySpace. Oh, do you remember him? The Tom. guy, just the little picture of him, is just like throwing me back. His to little back happy face. Yeah, which is really like kind so of. So Tom's just sat down there. Yeah. Like a prisoner. Yeah, just like stuck looking at loads of odd socks. That's sad. Um, shag bands. All the all the old shag bands. There, there. You say that, but I've been on a few Hindus this year, right. and I've seen quite a few shag bands. Right. Um, I don't well, mean to brag. Sure. But I am bragging. You are bragging a bit. Yeah. Because you're such a, such a laugh. Yeah. Always going on bloody things and doing stuff. Um, and the other one was Sheriff Hopper. Without any spoilers, Sheriff oh, Hopper. Oh, don't tell me that, because I've got 20 minutes for the last episode. Yeah, it's no spoiler. Just saying. Sheriff Hopper. Oh. No spoiler, mate. Don't worry. It's not a spoiler. I always see spoilers. It's not a spoiler. I saw a spoiler for Love Island. Did I haven't you? watched last night, so. I mean, they're not really spoilers because it's not like anyone's thought about it or is anything actually good. They're I just know that like, someone's gone home. Someone so's a twat. Yeah, exactly. It's not really a spoiler. Um, the other thing I wanted to pick up on. Do you remember um, when we had Alex from Bristol in? Yes. And we spoke about the second best Alex from Alex from Glasgow. Glasgow. Well, he's now got a bloody song. What? Yeah, he's got a song, mate. He's released a song. He is releasing a song. Um, play a little bit of it. Let's get into it. Hang on. Then we go into this. Here we go. Really good. Um, first comment from yeah. me. The song is called What You Know About That Bro. Sounds like one of your lyrics. I feel like he's writing about me. He's <laughs> like, he's like, what do you actually know about that? that you, is, you don't know anything. It's a good point. If we ever needed like a new theme song, that would be it. Maybe that is it. Do you like that song? It's actually all right. It's, I mean, <laughs> considering he's just a kid who likes grime, and they've just gone, do you want to make a song? And he's gone, yeah, all right. It's all right. It's all right. Do you reckon he's going to get loaded off that? I mean, he'll make some cash. Yeah. He'll make a little bit of money, mate. He's probably made some money already with like public appearances and shit like that. Public. Public appearances. <laughs> don't know why I'm some... They're like posh ones. Yeah, they're really posh. Um, 20th century um, French artist shows. Do they have any collect collections in there? <laughs> <laughs> collect tapes. Yeah, they got loads of them. Um, so yeah, just thought I'd like update you with it's some... It's quite nice. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? It's a nice little uplifting story. Yeah, before we fully melt, should we find out what's coming up on this week's show? Yeah. Yeah, me. Coming up on this week's Man's Not What, the most expensive trainers in the world, meth gators, 
and Teletubbies Babies had a baby. Right, mate, first story this week. So, do you remember uh, the Teletubbies yes. program? What were, what were your thoughts on Teletubbies? So, my little brother used to watch it. It wasn't really my era, but because I had a younger sibling, I had to watch it. I didn't have to watch it. Um, <laughs> I quite liked the idea of tubby toast. That looked quite delicious. That did look good. It looked like a milk roll, toasted. Yeah. See, what's, what's disconcerting me here is when you've gone, it's not really my era, and I was like, I remember it quite vividly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm older than you. Quite vividly. And I'm older than you. You've got so a younger sibling who watched I it? I have got a younger sis- uh, sister, yeah, who watched but it. But she never watched it. <laughs> but she never watched it, yeah. Um, no, she watched it, but I kind of feel like, I can't even remember how old I would have been, but... About 13, probably. Probably about 25. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just remember it being a big thing, because it was like, everyone was talking about it, because... Like they'd not really seen anything like it, like these kind of four characters, and it wasn't like animated. They were kind of like dressed yeah. up and thing. It was kind of weird, wasn't it? Yeah. And do you remember what they were called? Yes. So you had. I could sing you the song. Sing, please sing us the song. So it goes Tinky Winky, Dipsy, La La Po. Imagine if we made that into a grime song. Now that is what we want to hear. I sounded really um, flat, but in my head, it, <laughs> in my head, it was a grime song. Right. Now that would. Can we do that? We can definitely do that. Okay. I think maybe we should do that, and that might be the outro. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. If we have time, we'll do that for sure. <laughs> um, so basically, um, do you remember at the beginning of Teletubbies, there was the little sun, yeah. little sun baby. Now, the sun baby's grown up into the real woman. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, go on. So, I did see this. Right. People were saying that the sun baby has had a baby. Go on. I'm going to absolutely burst your bubble. You're not, because I already know. But that is fake news. It is fake news. It is fake news. However, so basically the the baby that she's seen pictured with... Is the new sun baby. All right, do you want to flip this around? <laughs> Why don't you tell me some shit that I don't know? Um, but it was a massive story because I think people like that sort of shit, don't they? Like, But it's not real though. Well, no, but I mean, kind of is real because uh, that is her with a baby that could be her baby. True. She's old enough. She's old enough I to mean, have a baby. I mean, is she? How old is she? Well, I think that she's like 19 now, 20. Okay. So she could definitely have a baby. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just like it's just kind of interesting to me that we're... Well, for me personally anyway, I'm now living in a world where things that were part of my childhood are really, really old now. Yeah. And I'm really starting to kind of understand how my parents felt when they see yeah. things like, you know, old trends coming back. Yeah. Um, and just like like feeling old basically yeah so one of the things I wanted to ask you is like can you remember at like a moment in maybe the last couple of years where something or someone has like made you feel like really really old I think when I fancy the blokes on Love Island I'm yeah. like I'm like oh he's really fit and then in the next VT it's like so so and so 20 I'm like hang, hang on hang on he's he's 20 yeah whoa yeah yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I've I've made many a faux pas watching many of a reality like TV show, like seeing like fit girls, yeah, and doing exactly the same thing. I don't care how old they are, still shag them, and it's like twenty one year old so and so. I'm like, fuck, I'm like ten years <laughs> older than her. That is mental. Um, so yeah, that's a bit like that's a bit gross. Yeah. Um, I find like music, you know, like when you hear a song and it's like a sample from a track when we were kids. Oh yeah. And then people were like talking about it, and you're like, oh, this is not the original, and they don't know yeah. that. Yeah. That always makes me feel like a little bit old. Yeah. Um, also, like yeah, people just talking about like talking about their sort of 
experiences on going on nights out and stuff. Yeah. I feel like kids nowadays, like they're so much more open about like sexuality and like dating and stuff. Dating, it's a granddad term, isn't it? But you know dating. what I mean. Because now, like, yeah, courting. Because now, like, with the advent of like Tinder and stuff, yeah, it's like young lads and young girls can like rack up serious body count, like serious number. Body count. So they call it. So the kids calling it, mate. No, they don't. So they call it, mate. Body count. That's horrible. It is rank, but that's what they call it. Um, so you can rank, like, you can bring up like quite a big body count at quite a young Who's age. Who's saying that? Mate, they were saying it on fucking Love Island, mate. Were they? Yes. What's your body count? And they were going around and asking everyone. Body counts like dead bodies. Exactly. Like how many you killed? I mean, stop it. If you're doing that, if you're saying that, stop it. What I really like is if like someone misheard and they're like all sitting around and they're going, what's your body count? And they're like, oh, I've had sex with like 12 girls. And then the next one's like, oh, I've had sex with like 18 boys or whatever. And it just gets to one guy who's not paying attention. Like, what's your body count? He's like, oh, I've only killed one person. Like, yeah. just gets caught out one. Oh, just yeah. one you've only, you've only had sex with one sex <laughs> oh. oh oh this is a completely different conversation <laughs> yeah for sure um, so yeah so Teletubbies is like one of those things that yeah it was like I remember it as a kid and now kind of like the, the baby is like grown up and now there's a new baby because obviously they've like upgraded it which is weird because why it's still a baby isn't yeah. it yeah seems a bit needless I'll be honest through this whole segment I can't stop thinking about you watching this as potentially a teenager I wasn't a teenager I mean I was like 12 and my yeah you weren't 12 I was right I'm going to look this up Telly Tubbies <laughs> John was a 15-year-old boy watching Teletubbies. <laughs> I was not a 15-year-old boy. Were you okay? Though? First episode 1997. I was born in 85, so okay. I was quite 12. You were 12, John. Why were you watching Teletubbies? Why? I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> it was just always on in my house. I just remember it always being on. That, that is old. 12 is old. Were you okay? I don't think I was okay. <laughs> 12? Why am I watching Teletubbies? Oh, fuck me. This is embarrassing. Are you really regretting putting this story into the podcast? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Because it is a bit weird, but then... Oh, well. Living man. Got to double down. <laughs> Teletubbies was sick, bruv. Um, Teletubbies was a weird show, but was there anything weirder? Yes, in the night garden. Now, hang on a minute. Hang on a fucking minute. In the Night Garden's way after Teletubbies. Yes. You watching that, will you? And I have a little sister who is... Oh, the uh, little sister defence. I don't even know how, how much younger she is to me. She's like 18 years younger than me. Whoa. So, there we go. I have my defence. Yeah. So, In the Night Garden, bloody weird. Like, you watch kids watching that. They still watch it. Yeah. It's like some kind of cult. And they say things backwards. Who knows what they're saying when you play it the other way around. Good point. And then these little creatures go into like a little tiny caravan that's like the size of your foot. And then when it pans out, it's like the size of Big Ben. And you're like, this is so trippy. I can't deal with it. Yeah, that is is kind of weird. Super weird. Was was there anything else like from when you were growing up? From my childhood, I was thinking Eerie Indiana. Oh, great show. That was a great show. Eerie Indiana, by the way, is definitely the precursor to Stranger Things. Really? Well, because it's even based in Indiana, Stranger Things. Is it? Yeah. Because they go over to the border. Is Hawkins a real place? I don't think so. But they've like made it up. But it's in Indiana. Oh. I would like to go and watch... Eerie Indiana because I can't I can remember bits of it and yeah. I know that it was super weird but it was yeah. so long ago that I can't remember what actually happened in it mm. I feel like it was each episode there was a new yeah. kind of thing yeah it was like so basically Eerie Indiana there's just loads of weird things happening there yeah and this kid was kind of like finding out what was going on and saving the day yeah it was really cool it was yeah. a really cool show I liked that but yeah that was weird it was weird wasn't it it was like supernatural stuff but kind of for kids I feel like people's head 
turn around the wrong way and yeah, and weird. They're like weird things. What about round the twist? Ooh, when yeah. strange things happen, are you going round the twist? Bah, sick oh, tune. That's another one for the show. grime, grime remix. Yeah, fucking great. Imagine a grime club. Do they exist? A grime club. Yeah. What do you mean? Like a club that plays grime. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so imagine one of those. Right. And they're playing all of these freaky kids shows. Right. As grime versions. Or, why don't you and I become a production team? Yeah. And I'll like, you know, like Kanye West was like famous for like doing sped up like soul samples. Oh, yeah. And like there's like different style production stuff. Our thing is like we make grime, but from old school um, TV perhaps. Yes. Why has no one done that? Well, they did in Garage. Remember like the Bill and uh, yes. 999, like they were all getting like made into tunes. Casualty, uh. obviously. All getting made into tunes. Oh, that is from Casualty. Exactly. I just thought it was like. An ambulance noise or something. <laughs> no, it's the casualty theme. Ah. And the same production team, um, Oxide Neutrino, they made the bill as well. Remember the bill? They made the bill? You know the bill theme song? The what, show, the bill. What was it? Oh, I can't remember what it is now. I, I'll probably find it for you. I know the... Is it Bound for the Reload? Yeah, that's casualty. Yeah. Right, let me find you this. I was going to say... Yeah, I don't know what the bill one was. Oxide Neutrino, the bill, garage remix. Let okay. Me, let, me sh- let me play a little bit of this, mate. This is... so they were really into their TV shows. Well, yeah, and also just like remixing stuff, sampling shit. I mean, it's a classic straight away. Let me just get to the bill bit. Samples are so retro. Here we go. I've never heard this. Yeah, but you know the bill, right? No. You don't know the program the bill. I know of the program the bill. I never watched it. Right, this is the theme song. I'll be honest, it just sounds like noise. Yeah. Old Nana Holly doesn't know anything. It's loud. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a garage tune. So I like garage tunes. Yeah, but you're very much <laughs> like flowers and like the sort of... Oh yeah, I like garage. that one. I'll yeah. bring you flowers in the pouring rain. Exactly. That was garage. Yeah, but that is like the poppy rubbish end. That is the more... I like So Solid end. Crew. That, they're in So Solid Crew. So the joke's on you. Were they? Yes, Oxide Neutrino. Didn't know that. <sighs> you learn something every day, honey. <laughs> Man's not what? The gar- UK garage edition. <laughs> um... So that was it. Um, other weird TV shows growing up. Yeah, Round the Twist was really bizarre. Mm. Um, do you remember a show? Um, I think it was called Dungeons and Dragons. Not the game. It might have been called... Oh, no, Dungeon Master. That's no. what it's called. Basically, it revolved around uh, kids in teams. So say me and you. Yeah. You would be in, like, the studio. Mm-hmm. And I would be on, like... Uh, like, what's... From the audience's perspective, is like a floor of lava with a oh. pathway, and I would have a helmet and I couldn't see. Yes, and you would have to guide me. Were there through. like spiders that would come down? But it could be anything because it was basically like the floor was um, like a blue screen or green screen. Yeah, so they could project like different things, and oh. you you had to guide your way through, like, guide me through it. Yeah, wearing yeah. this massive like helmet. So I, I do see. remember that. That was a fucking great show, Dungeon Master. I'm pretty sure it was called. Okay, that was a great yeah, show. Yeah, that was good. But weird. Yeah. So there we go. Weird because there was a kid on a studio floor with a helmet on, just sort of shuffling from side to side with nothing around him. Yeah, because for him, I mean, I know he's got a helmet on, so he can't see anyway, but he is literally just in an empty room, like in some sort of like warehouse. And he can't see anything in his helmet. There's no VR. So it's just weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit weird. Um, Anyway, uh, story two. Um, When you think of the United States of America, Holly, what 
sort of things pop into your head? So we'll do some improv now. Great. So we improv, we do word ball, which is just like words that you come up with. All right. Let's do some word association. Okay, let's do that. So American Dream. American Dream. Uh, Harrison Ford. Indiana Jones. Uh, whips. Flags. Beaches. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, aviator. The US Air Force. <laughs> Plane <laughs> crash, like this game. <laughs> see? See, that was good. We generate. See, what we did there was we were generating words that we thought of to do with America. Yeah, which is... That was good, actually. Yeah. That is good. Um... The reason I ask you that is because when I think of the United States, um, I often think of uh, like sort of weird villages or like small towns basically in America and the, the fact that they have like a local sheriff or like a oh, local... Oh, yeah. And like those sort of weird... You always see it in films that you're like small town sheriff and they're getting like hijinks over jurisdiction with the FBI. And like Twin Peaks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that kind of shit. Um, but every so often you come across a story about like police in a certain town just doing something fucking mental and you just think this is really weird this one uh, is quite funny but has led to something that's uh, like got well out of control and now they're trying to backtrack let me cut to the chase Holly okay um, police in Tennessee have asked residents not to toss drugs down the toilet saying that it could create meth gators and stoned waterfowl Meth gators? Yeah. Whoa, like alligators. Yeah, that are high on meth. Because you know like meth makes people fucking like mad and like strong and just fucking nuts. No. They're so, yeah. They're saying if... <laughs> no. I don't know what meth does. Come on, Holly. I've, I've seen, seen you do on, loads of meth. I've seen it on Breaking Bad. <laughs> right. It just goes really like paranoid. Right. So imagine a paranoid alligator. That's, That's really scary. Terrifying. So, and also I like the fact they're called Loretto Police Department. Loretto! Loretto Police Department issued... The Facebook warning on a more or less serious note after arresting a man accused of trying to flush methamphetamine. The statement says flushed items ended up in retention ponds frequented by ducks and geese. It then warns that if the drugs made it far enough, we could create meth gators in the Tennessee River. Turns out the whole thing was just sort of a joke. Like them trying to be funny, like trying to say like, you know, just put a spin on the on the thing but basically the residents of this area started getting proper paranoid about this joke and so people started like reporting meth gators like ringing in saying yeah we think there's a meth gator here like, people terrified to leave their house and so now they had to issue another statement basically saying meth gators aren't real Tennessee Police Department <laughs> says clarifying their viral Facebook post was a joke <laughs> and I was like oh my god this is amazing because the thought of like a, uh, an alligator terrifies me anyway. The fact yeah. that people live in countries where there's like fucking alligators potentially like outside your front door scares the life wow. out of me. That's why I couldn't live anywhere like Florida or like in Australia. You know, they have like spiders that if they bite you, fucking arm blows up. Like, I just can't deal with that, mate. No. The worst we've got here is just like a fucking fox in the street that's scared of you. Probably doing its mating in your garden. Yeah, making a horrendous noise. Or an adder just like being yeah. snaky but it hasn't got any venom I had a fly land on me in bed last night mm. and I screamed so loud that I woke Rich up and then he was like "What? why are you screaming it's just a fly fuck but that really terrified me so imagine if that was a spider that would blow your arm up exactly once uh, a couple of summers ago we were living in our old house and we used to have one of these windows we were on the ground floor in our old flat and we had one of those windows like really like big and wide and you sort of pull it in or push it out to like, like let the air in rather than open it sort of like through the middle. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say. And um, so we have this window open like as 
wide as we can so just let the air in because it's so fucking hot <laughs> and we have the blinds up just to the point where the window goes out so that you can get the breeze coming in so me and Rhea are in bed and um, I'm just like I'm just dozing off and I just like go off and then basically I feel something like just land on the pillow oh. but I kind of just thought oh, I'm, like, I'm half asleep it might be returning or whatever yeah. and then all of a sudden I just hear this like um, like like click on the floor and realise that it's a black cat. Yeah. Just, not our cat. Just a random cat <laughs> that's come in and re has woken up and absolutely shat herself. <laughs> ah, my God, my God. And like chased this cat through the house. And obviously it can't get out other than the way it came in. So she's chased it through the house and it's doubled back on itself and is now running towards me and I'm in bed. And so I'm just like, I don't know why she's got up because I haven't seen it. And then all of a sudden, I just see Rhi running towards me and then this cat running towards me. She's <laughs> <laughs> woken up like, what the fuck is going on? The cat literally runs over my head and jumps out the window. Fucking Didn't weird shit. did you have quite a few cats do this? Because my favourite story is of uh, Rianne. Yeah. In the middle of the night, you waking up to see her throwing two peas mm. at a cat. Mm. Throwing two peas? Yeah. At a random cat so in bed. Yeah. So the cats used to fight with each other and make horrible noises. So, yeah, one day we had a little pot of two peas. And, I, yeah, wake up. Rhi's, like, kneeling, basically, above me. I'm like, what are you doing? She's going, shh, throwing two peas at the cat. I'm like, fuck it, now we need to move. We need to move. She also, one day, just really quickly, on this point, one day she came over with this, like, quite big, heavy box. She went, can you hold that? I was like, yeah, what is this? She goes, just a minute. Goes out into the garden. Starts digging a hole. I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, give us that box. Opens it up. And what it is, is basically like a, uh, a sentinel gun, I think they're called. What? <laughs> you what? basically put it in the ground, fill it with water, and then it activates on movement. So when a cat comes into your garden, it activates and sprays water at it, like on its own. What? Mental. Didn't work. It was fucking useless. <laughs> but it looked cool. It did look good. I've got no words for this. Yeah. So we had, we had an ongoing feud with the local cats. Yeah. Um, and John was like, we have to move to a top floor flat. Yeah, just if anything, just to get away from those pesky little cats. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was pretty mental. But I was thinking like this whole, like the meth gator thing, it sounds like a bit of an urban legend to me. Mm. And I was thinking about this, like, where I came from, there was a couple of urgent, uh, urban legends. One, there was like a church called Clophill Church. And for those that live in Bedfordshire, you'll be familiar with it because everyone talks about it as being haunted. And it's the classic thing. Oh, if you look at it on the map, all churches are supposed to face a certain way and this one's flipped on its like, head it faces the wrong way so it's a Satan worshipping church right and we used to go up there all the time like terrified like driving up there like oh, we've been to the pub and the one guy who was like the designated driver was like who wants to go to Clubpool Church we're like oh yeah okay so like drive up there and like, we'd get out and be like oh got a bad feeling about this and then just get back in and go yeah I definitely felt something absolute horseshit but that was like a local urban legend for me growing up yeah. uh, so I was kind of wondering like did you have any from the Covens not like a cov urban legend but I remember whenever you'd go to like a sleepover or like a camp or anything like that people would tell ghost stories yes. did you hear the ghost story honestly this used to terrify me there was this one that everyone would always tell and it was about a babysitter and oh the car's coming from inside the house that one yeah I don't know I've got chills down my back just thinking about oh, it now shit. like some Go basic, on, tell it, tell okay so there's a young girl she's babysitting for this family and the parents go out and the babysitter's there she puts the baby to bed and she goes downstairs and she's sitting in the living room and then she just hears like drip 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 so she goes upstairs and she checks on the baby baby's fine goes into the other rooms everything's fine she goes back downstairs 
and then she hears it again drip 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 and then she's like what what's going on she checks all the other rooms there's nothing there settles back down starts watching tv and then she hears it again and it's just drip 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 and then she goes up the stairs she opens the shower curtain and there's just like a dead body there and it's just like the <sighs> dripping of the blood into the bath and I mean that is like a shortened improvised version yeah, yeah. of what I can remember but I'm sure there were like more drawn out yeah, terrifying versions yeah I remember that story Ugh. and yeah again like the way that it's told obviously varies from person to person but yeah those sort of stories like back in the day when like, you were a kid you're like ah and the phone line is a thing part of that story as well yeah like, it's like she lifts up the receiver and yeah and then so, oh that was it she Sounds calls breathing. the police or something yeah. and she's all oh, been having these funny calls yeah can you check can you check where they're coming from they're coming from inside the house and it's yeah. like ah <laughs> yes I love shit like that there's so many good urban legends so much so that did you ever see the film urban legends no it's a good little horror film that mate check it out is it a little indie it's a little uh, I don't know if it's an indie it's kind of around the time of like bangers um, <laughs> just my they're after us with our grown, grown tracks <laughs> yeah um just a little bit of music outside, it's always nice. We've got the windows open, obviously, because it's far too Otherwise, far we would be... Yeah, just a pool of just no knowledge and garage remixes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, it was around the time of, like, I Still Know What You Did Last Summer oh, and that Scream. That was a great film. Exactly. That, that era of, like, slasher horror was great. Mm. And Urban Legends was like that, basically, a killer doing Urban Legends. You know, like the one about, like, someone driving around at night and they haven't got their lights on. Basically, it's a game, so you play this game where... You drive with your lights off, yeah. And the first person to flash you, you turn around and follow them and like scare them, drive them off the road, oh. and basically it ends up doing that and loads of, loads of shit. Basically, it's a good film. Check it out. Yeah, old school nineties. Okay, great. Um, so that was it. Uh, hmm. I think we need a little break because I definitely need some more cold water. Yeah, I'm gonna pour a bath of cold water in John's bath and lie in it in my clothes. Yeah, and um, so if the uh, second part is echoey, it's because we're recording in the bathroom. Drip, drip, drip from my clothes. Oh <laughs> shit! Going out to all the telly tubby man You don't know. Boy better know po. Man don't know po. Boy better know about po, but man don't know about po yo. Boy don't know po. Man don't know Poe. Do you know about Poe? Do you know Poe? Poe? He's a big man. He's a big G-man Poe. It's Poe, yo. Okay, so you've now got a nice big glass of ice. I'm just going to shake it for the benefit of the recording. It's really good. Sound effects. Nice expensive on sound effects, as usual. Or real. Now, John Bass, are you ready for the wonderment that is... You can tell that we rehearsed that. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm going to take that as you are ready. Perfect. I'm never ready, but let's do it anyway. Let's do it. Two truths, one lie. This week is all about tourism because I've just been on a delicious holiday good I'm in that holiday mode I'm thinking about travel I'm thinking about tourism okay here we go here are your statements (laughs) thinking about travel I'm thinking about tourism (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about cocktails by the pool okay around 3 million people in the UK are employed in the tourism industry okay in 2016 France was ranked number one for highest international tourists Haven Holidays was ranked number three for family holiday satisfaction. Okay, 
What um, Haven number three holiday satisfaction? What in the UK or international? No, that was a YouGov poll. Okay. So that's like UK. That's yeah. That's like UK and now. Okay. Uh, three million people working travel and tourism in the UK. So we've got a population of like sixty-five. I think it is seventy million. Yeah, I didn't look up that bit. So it's quite quite a small amount, but then I guess it is quite a small amount, bearing in mind that travel tourism's moved online, so there's probably less people working in that car. They'd still work in it though, wouldn't they? Even if they were online? Or you just mean... I'm saying, so like before, there was loads of shops, wasn't there? Like Thomas True. Cook and all that, now there's none of them, because you don't need it. You just so there's less jobs. But then, those people that run the IT, do they, yeah. are they classed as working in travel and tourism, maybe? I would say... Mm, they could just be IT couldn't they could just be IT so I don't know about that one yeah. France number one tourist destination in the world yes no chance no not a chance highest no. international tourists no nah, can't be them if in 2016 is, if it is get out because there's so many better places than France no offence um, don't think we've got any French listeners so no Slate and Roy yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get into that um <laughs> I think that's the lie, because there's no way they're number one. Okay, so that's your final answer? Yeah. The lie was the Haven Holidays one. Oh, I was, I was digging into that as well. Yep. Fuck. So, Who the fuck is going to France on that sort of scale? So that was from Wikipedia, and it was 2016 and 2017, ranked number one. Ah, okay, so it's not currently, but it has been. But that was the latest information. Fine. Fucking hell. France. France. It's just easy, isn't it, to go to France? I know. Well, I get it for us, but like, if you're coming from America, why go to France? Bread. Rubbish. Bread. <laughs> Pastries, in a way. It's bread, probably. Yeah, loads of baguettes and bicycles and garlic in that. Bread and bicycles, yeah. probably. Striped t-shirts. Probably garlic bread. Baguettes. <laughs> so yeah, there is that, I guess. But I mean, okay, sure, you go to Paris. Yeah. Get that. That's I've great. never been to Paris, have you? Yeah, I've been loads of times. Why are you never... saying it like that? Because it's fucking Paris. Who hasn't been to Paris? Me. Fuck. I want to. Well, you're not one of these people who's like going to this number one holiday destination, no. so maybe the numbers are bullshit. But I have been on a haven holiday many a time. <laughs> Give it a bloody good rating. <laughs> have you um, have you never been to France at all? Yeah. You've been to Fen, haven't you? No. Right. I've been to France like a service station at the side of the road. Where? Calais? Just somewhere on a road. But what do you mean? What? Would you, you just drove through France? So I got a coach from Coventry right. to Spain. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering whether you should do that, never do that. No. Ever. I don't think anyone's wondering it, to be honest. If you want to, don't do it. If you don't like travelling on planes, right. just... Grow up. Do a co- I mean, I don't like travelling on planes. Just right. do a course or something. Yeah, hypnosis. Watch, watch a YouTube video. Yeah. Something like that. Don't get a coach. Two days on a coach, watching yeah. Only Fools and Horses. No. Can I just ask you something about your fear of flying? Yeah. Um, so you know the, the statistic which gets bumped around all the time about like it's more dangerous to be in a car or yeah like, does that not put you at rest a little bit no like I'm fine basically I'm not so I'm not like petrified right. I still book holidays I still go on flights it's just and I'm fine until I get on the plane I don't like take off right so just don't like take off because I don't like that it sort of I don't like the angle that it goes sure. on because you're sort of like tilted back in your seat and going upwards yeah but then once it levels off, fine. I'm absolutely fine. I'm loving it. I'm watching Netflix. I'm ordering Pringles. I'm getting some Prosecco. Yeah. I'm loving all the stewards. I'm having a great time. And then when it lands, I don't even care if it like, you know, sometimes when it smashes down yeah. and then it goes, and then you're like flying down the runway. 
I love that. Yeah. More of that, She's please. Into that. Yeah. Right, so it's just takeoff. Just takeoff. I mean, statistically, the takeoff and landing are the I believe That's ones. the thing. So once the takeoff's done, yeah, I'm like, you're pretty great. much there. Yeah. Isn't it lovely when you get up there? I mean, I do, I'm happy with flying. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't bother me because what I've worked out about myself is I don't have a fear of dying. I have a fear of a serious injury. Okay. Right. So like when you're on a roller coaster, and like if that crashes, like you're in a bad way. But your chances of dying are like less than. So are you not a fan of roller coasters? I, I'm all right with roller coasters because again, I'm just like statistically, the chances of it actually crashing is really low. But I would only go to Disney, or I mean, I used to be like Alton Towers, but now they've had a fucking nasty yeah, one. Yeah, don't go so there. So basically, like the big dogs, I'm into any like local, like yeah. oh, we've got a fair. Not interested. I'm going nowhere near that. But planes, my view is this: if it crashes, mate, you're fucking dying. There's no way you're surviving that shit with a bad injury. Um. You are gone. So I'm like, I'm okay with stuff where it's like instant death or survival. But if it's like survival, potentially like life-changing injury or death, I'm like, well, the odds aren't great there because I'd rather just die or survive rather than the middle one. Well, this makes a lot of sense now because mm. Rianne and John always play ga- I just hear them playing games with each other like, oh, would you rather... Oh, no, that's it. Rhea always says to John like, if I... What would you rather? I smash your leg into a million pieces... <laughs> Or, and then Spurs can win Champions League. Champions League. Like, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And they're always like, what would you do if I, like, smashed your arm up? Like, I feel like you two just yeah. talk about smashing each other's limbs up. Yeah, because if, yeah, because she knows it terrifies me, <laughs> like, just being really badly injured. Yeah. Because like, my view is, like, if you die, it's completely painless and it's just over. And then you, you move on, whatever way that might be, whether it's heaven or just your energy is recycled or you get reincarnated, whatever it is, it's over. When you're like injured like that, it's like right now you've got to like live with like a gammy leg or like your face is fucked or whatever. It's like just can't be asked with that. Would you rather I smashed your leg up right into like little pieces yeah. or I burnt it to a stub? Oh god! Uh, and I have to experience the pain of the burn and the pain of the smash up. Yeah. Fuck. Um, probably the smash up. I've heard burning is like the most excruciating pain there is. Okay. I mean. I'm not good with pain, as previously discussed. I've had numbing cream on every single one of my very small tattoos <laughs> because I'm terrified of pain. Big pain, like getting fucking smashed in the face. I'd rather that than like someone pinching me or like burning your finger on like a match or something. Yeah. So I'm into big pain. So maybe getting smashed up would be the one. Yeah. Okay. I'm what not about, into big pain. Just what about T pain? T pain is good. Yeah. Um, what about Pain Lindsay from um, that brilliant podcast, um, Up and Vanished? Okay. Yeah. What about? Pain of chocolate. <laughs> what about window pains? <laughs> Growing pains? What about Liam pain? <laughs> Good. A little bit of pain-based puns for you. Right. Um, story three. You ready for it? I am ready. Good. Um, do you own... Uh, I'm, I'm going to assume you own trainers, Holly. Yeah. Now, talk me through, because I think there's people have different types of trainers. They have trainers that they go to the gym in, yeah. which we call trainers. Mm-hmm. They have trainers that they'd wear to like the pub or like out and about. And then there's sort of like another like smart-ish kind of trainers, isn't there? There's like mm-hmm. different types of trainers. But um, what are, what's the kind of most expensive trainers that you own? This will all become clear why I'm asking you this. Well, I feel like John is a trainer connoisseur slash trainer snob. Not really. I mean, I... There are some people I know that are like massively into. I like having nice trainers, but I'm not mad like some people. That I don't feel very cool when it comes to trainers. Uh, there is a reason for that. Genuinely, I probably like the the most expensive pair I've ever bought were probably like hundred pounds. 
I mean, that's that's reasonable, I think. And that's, they're that's... they're a gym pair, so, right. so they're like super comfy to wear in the gym. And then the ones that I'm currently wearing are about sixty three pounds. Okay. I'm just I like stylish looking trainers. So I know what you mean because you get like the gym ones that you don't really mind as much what they look like. Exactly. But then, but I personally want really comfortable daily trainers, but that look stylish, and I find that really hard to achieve. Right. But I found some Puma ones now that are stylish and comfy. There you go. So. So I'm with you. Like I, I think like hundred to hundred and fifty quid is for like a nice pair of trainers that you wouldn't go running in. Unless you are really into running, in which case you spend that sort of money to get. The I'd best spend the bigger trainers. money on the gym ones to be Would honest, because they're last. I'll use them like because I don't go to the gym that often. They'll last longer. <laughs> yeah. Whereas the daily ones, I feel like I wear them all the time, and I wouldn't want to wear this. Like I, I'm, I would buy one pair and just wear them till they run out, right? And then yeah. I buy a new pair. So I like to have like three or four in rotation, but I wouldn't spend like 150 quid on four pairs. No. I'd get like one pair that was like 140 quid. Yeah. Say. And then a couple of like 60 to 80 quid. Yeah. But there's always a couple that I have in my collection, like just Air Force Ones. Mm. Always got to have a sort of fairly new pair of them, I think. So just go over in mm. white. I Air really Force want ones. some, but they're made of leather. leather. Sad times. Sad times. So we're saying like 150 is a reasonable amount to spend on a pair of trainers, aren't we? I mean, it's a lot. I think 100 maybe. If you were to survey people, you'd yeah. probably come out okay. about 100. Um, what do you think? Here's a little question for you. Uh, what do you think is the most anyone's ever spent on a pair of trainers? £87,000. Holly, you were way off, my friend. Keep going. million? No, not a million. <laughs> You've gone from 80 <laughs> to a million? £200,000. More? 300 A little bit more. £330,000. So Holly Hall, the 1972 Nike Waffle Racing Flat Moonshoe, the last remaining lot in Sotheby's Stadium Goods, the ultimate sneaker collection online auction achieved a grand total of $437,500, setting a new world auction record for a pair of sneakers. But you could buy a house with that. It's fucking insane, isn't it? And look, have a look at these, mate. They're absolute pony. Look at them. They're disgusting. (laughs) They look like some bloke's dirty, stinky shoes that he's had in his trainer bag. You know those trainer bags you used to get at school? Yeah, but, oh, but the reason mate. for that is so the Nike Moon Shoe is one of the most significant artifacts in Nike's long history, or Nike. Uh, Nike co-founder and re- uh, renowned Oregon University track coach Bill Bowman designed the shoe for the runners at the 1972 Olympic trials. Only about 12 were created; even fewer exist today. And the present lot is the only known pair to exist in an unworn condition. Why are they so dirty? They look like they've got poo smear- smeared all over them. <laughs> I guess they've just been kept in like a box or of poo. A box of poo. I get. I mean, they look like they've rotted a little bit. So maybe that's why. Who's wearing them? Come on. <laughs> I don't think people buy them to wear. Get yourself some nice pumas, mate. Nice pair of pumas. Is that? What's your favourite brand? Puma. Is it actually? It is now. Do you want to know a true fact, Holly? True story. Okay. Do you know the famous make Adidas? Yeah. Do you know the name of the guy who started it? No. Adidasler. He's a German. Adidasler. Adidasler. Yeah. Is it Adi Dazzler or Adi Dassler? I think it's Adi Dassler because that sounds Adi better. Adi Dassler. Do you think German accent sexy? Nein. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Adi Dassler started Adidas, and his brother wanted to start a brand. Do you know what oh. his brother's brand is? Um, probably guess it from why I'm asking you. Puma Dassler. It is Puma. <laughs> is it really? So Puma, the guy who started Puma, is Adidas' brother. 
No way. Yeah, What's his name? Uh, Puma. <laughs> no, I don't know. His name is Puma. I guess his name was also Adidas. La. La. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he probably just thought, I can't really call it Adidas La 2 or Adidas La and Co. So Adidas just... La 9. And Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> so he probably thought, I'll just call it something else. Yeah. Puma. Like the cat. Like the cat. Yeah. I mean, that's on the logo. Maybe he just liked the cat. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he did. He was like, that Jungle Book's all right, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Probably just do that one. Yeah. Bagheera, is that his name? Could have called it Black Cat Who Sneaks Into Your Bedroom at Night. Black Cat Sneakers. Ooh. Oh, got a new brand. Absolute boss. Um, okay, are there any... So these are obviously... We've spoke about trains that you like. And yeah. you've, you've, we've established Puma as your favourite brand. I think so. Okay. Do you, have, do you ever see or like have or know of people who wear certain footwear that you just look at and go that is fucking abysmal and I hate it like make sure either makes you just go oh that is so shit or just makes you mad because it's so crap yeah so ballerina flats for women are so so bad for your feet I speak as an experienced nana who has chronic foot problems Mm. Um, I seem to just get I seem to just get cut from any type of shoe that I wear right. or I'll get a bruise or I'll get a bad heel I've just got foot problems okay I've yeah. had them for a long time so if I see women wearing these ballerina flats fair enough maybe they don't have problems with their feet and it's fine but they're so flat there's no support in them you can feel the pavement under your feet there's no support on your heel on your arch they're just flat and they are damaging yeah that's what I think fair enough can I ask you one more question why do you think people say that your nose is running, but your feet smell? What? Think, think about it, Ollie. Your nose is running, but your feet smell. Weird, isn't it? I don't understand what you're saying. Right. You know the phrase, my nose is running? Yeah. Yeah? That's one thing. Okay. But my feet smell. Shouldn't it be the other way around? My feet are running? Because they help you run. Yeah? And then your nose smells. Oh. Weird, isn't it? Have you ever thought about that? No. Right. What do you think about the... <laughs> <laughs> thought that was going to go better, to be honest. Didn't get it, did you? No. No. What do you think about my hatred for ballerina flats? Absolutely fair. Um, what you're doing is you're looking out for people, Holly, which I admire about you. Because um, I'm not looking at them going, oh, you look like an idiot. No. You look fine, but that can't be comfortable and it can't be good for you. It's no. bad for your spine, surely. It, it must be bad for your spine. Um and you know, I think just the, the fact that they're so thin, so when yeah. you're like bashing onto the concrete, like that can't be can't be good for you. What shoes do you look at, and do you just think? So I really hate. There's like a new trend at the moment for trainers that are just like big and they're like wide, and a lot of this is coming from, do you know, Yeezy, Kanye's shoe brand. Oh, okay. Is it? Are you talking about the chunky trainers? Yes. And you get non-branded ones, so you get them on like Boohoo yeah. and ASOS and stuff like that. They're just these chunky... Like these, like they're just a bag of shit. Oh. Easy Boost 700, right? Now they look to me like when I was a kid and used to go to the market. Oh, and Dad yeah. was like, well, these are good, they're only a fiver. And you're like, yeah, <gasps> because they're made by Adihash or Hikey or like... Or- Black Cat Sneakers. Yeah, Black Cat Sneakers. They're just fake, like, big brand, and they just look like a bag of shit. Yeah. Um, that's my major problem. But with... they look comfy, though. But they just look like Do you like think they'd be comfy? No. I think they'd be heavy, and they just look shit with everything. And people wear them as if to say, like, yeah, I've got these really expensive trainers. I'm like, yeah, they look like a bag of shit, man. <laughs> like, I really hate them, and they just look crap, and I'm not into it, and I never will be. Okay. So that's that. All right. Can I just... 
Yep. Like, off the top of my head, don't know why I'm doing this. Just shoes. say types of shoes and you say if you like them or not. Go for it. Okay. Do you like Christian Louboutin shoes? No, tacky. Do you like Converse? Okay, but a little bit 2010. Fans? Uh, okay, a little bit 2015. Toms? No. I don't like Toms. No. Um, last one. Do you like... Cork wedges. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. Um, I've got no feeling towards them. I'm ambivalent yeah. towards cork, cork wedges. If Have you, you ever worn a pair? I haven't, but maybe I should give them a go. Now is the time. The summer is here. Have you ever worn an espadrille, which is where you tie the things up your legs? Um, not those type. Like the ones that are like Tom's I've worn, yeah. Ah. So, yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Back in your jorts days. When I was watching Teletubbies. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right, that's it, mate. There are the stories. Um, have we got any listener questions? We have. Sick. Some lovely listener questions. questions. So, this question's from David C. Okay. He sounds quite cool. Cool name. And his handle is at David J. Douglas. I quite like that because it's like Michael J. Douglas, but Ah. David J. Douglas. Or like Michael J. Fox, but Michael J. Douglas. It's quite cool, isn't it? It is cool, yeah. Is it Michael J. Douglas? No, it's Michael Douglas. That's not a thing, is it? Michael J. Fox. Ah, I've just amalgamated two men. Yeah. Yeah, classic. (laughs) So his question was, how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Shit. Depends. If you're firing them out of a cannon, maybe, Mm. maybe a couple. I was thinking suffocating. Oh, just swarming them. Basically put... I mean, I'm vegan, this is really upsetting, but... Yeah, but this is an abstract concept. Sure. It's not going to happen. They're so not real. Yeah, they're not real. So basically get a storage container. Right. Put the elephant in it. Right. And then fill the storage container with like 2,000 elephants. No, not elephants, chickens. But if you did that, then also the chickens would die too. But is that okay? Well, according to this, it's just how many chickens to kill the elephant. It doesn't say Alive that the chickens have to survive. That's why I was saying... Fire the chickens out of a cannon, yeah. like some sort of like um, ballistic missile, right? And like just cut like maybe twenty at a time to aim at its head could take it down. Wow! Because yeah, it, yeah, it's quite brutal. But I'm saying a thousand. What are you saying? Yeah, you're gonna need a fuck load. Like if it's if it's them attacking the elephant rather than like used as a weapon or like used as a, a suffocating tool, then yeah, you're gonna need a thousand easily. Because just to overwhelm it and like mm. scratch it to death, mm. it's a pretty brutal way to go, isn't it? Being Poor attacked elephants. by a thousand chickens. He's done nothing. Wrong. And the chickens, they don't want to fight. They just yeah. want to peck and do little no. chicken dances. F- yeah, exactly. I feel like it's like Doctor Robotnik, like in charge of this whole thing. Yeah. Know, Sonic, like he's oh, like tricking What animals. a level that was! Great. Like, I used to love Sonic. Sonic was sick, mate. So sick. Sick game. Okay. Our second other? question yeah. comes from Will Fairpoint. Okay. He asks, that also reminds me of Stranger Things, because it's like Will yeah. Briars, but it's not really the same. it's um, <laughs> nothing alike. It's nothing like it. <laughs> he asks, who is the most famous person you wouldn't recognise if they slapped you in the face? Good one. Uh, Daft Punk, because I don't know what they look like, because they ah, wear Yeah, that's true. So, either one of them. I wouldn't recognise... Um, don't you always talk about someone called like Ghost Killer Face? Ghost Face Killer. Ghost <laughs> Killer Face. Brilliant. Ghost Face Killer. Is it Ghost Face or Ghost Faced? Ghost Face Killer. Okay. As in, like, when you watch Halloween or Scream, yeah. they are a Ghost Faced Killer. Shouldn't it have a D on the end? A D on the end. Ghost Faced. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, but it's more cool to be Ghost Face. True. It sounds better as well. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I don't, I don't know 
Is that a man, a woman? Is it a group of people? It is a man. Okay. It is a man. Do you want me to show you what he looks like so that next yeah. time... So that when he slaps me in the face, yeah. I will know exactly who I am so dealing with. A little search for ghost face killer. There you go. And he's spelt with a H as well. On the end, oh, that's quite cool. A-H. That's ghost face. Okay, so when he hits me, I so, will know. To be fair, he'll probably be wearing a Wu-Tang hat. Exactly. So I'll know. Exactly. So there Great. you go. That's what ghost face okay. looks like. So now you know. Thanks, Will. <laughs> Um, also, thanks for the listener questions and thank you very much for the reviews. Oh, yes. So we ask you for five stars, please, please. If, if you can, because we love it. And a lovely obscure review. Yeah, the, the more obscure, the better. So the five stars is the kind of minimum, really, because yeah. we're mugging ourselves off if you don't give us five stars. <laughs> if you've taken the time to find us on iTunes to leave us this random review, yeah. then why not give us five stars, basically? Yeah, exactly. Um, and we want the most obscure title and text, don't we, mate? Please. And we've had some new ones, haven't we? We've had some new ones. So we've been given some lovely reviews. We've got one from uh, Orton's... That's his name. <laughs> so I think that might be my friend Steve Orton. Ah. So, hey, if you're listening... His review title is I can spell onomatopoeia. <laughs> and his review is John Hobnob is an original guy. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. I like the references and the throwbacks. Yeah. I'm all about that life. Can I just I just wanna you know, like in those programmes where they have that time to kind of speak back against things that have happened in the yeah. past. This is my moment. So in a past episode you laughed at me, and rightly so, because I thought that OG standed for original guy. Yeah. And it's actually original gangster. It is, yeah. I'm going to blame uh, my husband Rich for this. Right. Because uh, casting our memories back to a New Year's vacation gone by, he once tried to set his name on a game. You know, you oh get, like a, you know, you get yeah. like a gamer name. He tried to set his name while no one was looking to... Um, the party's arrived. Wow. There's a car that's just gone past John's house. <laughs> We're currently recording on Leytonstone Carnival Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he changed his gamer tag on the game to uh, Chad the Cool G. Yeah. Which we thought was the most hilarious thing. Slash brilliant name. Brilliant, until we realised that it was even more hilarious because he wrote Chad the Cool G, but that was only because that was only the amount of characters he had. He was actually trying to write Chad the Cool Guy. So you thought the G was for guy. Yes. Ah. So that's my explaining of my ignorance. The best thing about this story is he's still now lovingly referred to as Chad the Cool G. (laughs) uh, All the time, which is so good. Love Uh, it. Chad the Cool G, big up yourself. Yeah. And then we've got another one from Meal or No Meal. Okay. The title is Times, comma, Cheese Advice, comma, (laughs) Honourable. And the review is never beat your nan at cricket or at all. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. That's well up there. Really good. Well, well I didn't done. mean or no, yeah, I can't speak. I've melted. I'm dead. Cassette tape. Cassette. <laughs> so this last one is from Beyond the Box Set, which I think is another delicious podcast. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. So check it out is. their podcast yeah. if you can. Their title is Death to Phil Collins. <laughs> Oh, poor Phil. <laughs> and uh, the, the review is, when the aliens land, send them the complete works of Kate Bush instead. <laughs> I mean, Brilliant. it's well bang done. on the money. Well done. Imagine Excellent. if you did send them Kate Bush's collect collection. <laughs> collect collection, yeah, that would be good. Nothing quite like listening to a collect tape, is there? No. It is good. Um, 
Yeah, well, that's been another excellent episode. I am pretty much um, a liquid. Now. Yes, all of my clothes are stuck to me. Yeah. So I think the human good. body is like 75% uh, water. Yeah. I think I'm at about 93% now. Okay. So That's I a need solid. To, yeah. Well, it's not. It's a liquid. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Have you ever seen that um, X-Men? I think it's X-Men 2. Probably. Where the senator like gets like radiation poisoning and just like starts turning into like a blob of like he just starts melting into like a big oh. like flobby little like blob of like jelly. Is that what you're like? That is what I'm like, and he has to get in the bath to keep himself alive. Oh. That is what I am. Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm like, and it's not a spoiler because right. it's not actually giving anything away. But in the latest series of Stranger Things, mm-hmm. you know the thing where the body melts. I'm not going to say any more than that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah? That's me. Right. And if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Exactly. Well, well done us. Yeah, well done 38 us. 38 degrees podcasting. Yeah, it's, it's a, so It's long. a brand new form of podcasting. It's like Bikram podcasting. Yeah, exactly. You get really, really sweaty and start hallucinating and talking about how you were 12 watching Teletubbies. <laughs> and it's absolutely fine. Nothing wrong with it. All right, well, look. Thanks, mate. It's been good fun, hasn't it? Um, really good. If you want to follow us, make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're on Instagram at Man's Not What and also on Twitter at Man's Not What. And if you want to leave us a lovely five star review with your random out of context reviews, that would be greatly appreciated. We'll be back next week as normal. Let's find out what Holly thinks about this week, what she's learned, and we'll see you lovely people next week. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. This week on Man's Not What. I've learned that John was the Teletubbies number one teenage fan. Two peas are a great cat repellent. And the most expensive pair of trainers were kept in a box of shit. Going out to all the Teletubby man <laughs> Boy better know Po. Man don't know Po. Boy better know about Po, but man don't know about Po, yo. Boy don't know Poe. Man don't know Poe. Do you know about Poe? Do you know Poe? Poe? He's a big man. He's a big G man Poe. It's Poe, yo.